you're pregnant and in pain. Welcome to SPH Bronx Health Talk, produced by SPH Health System and broadcast from St. Barnabas Hospital in the Bronx. I'm Stephen Clark. Becoming pregnant is a blessing, yet it also comes with the physical challenge of gaining 30 or more pounds in a short period of time. With the weight gain comes postural changes that set many women up for lower back pain. Pregnancy is also a fluid issue, causing compression of the nerves that result in swelling throughout the body. This pain and discomfort not only occurs during pregnancy, but can set a woman up for problems after she gives birth. Dr. Hugh Etlinger, Director of Osteopathic Manipulative Medicine, or OMM, at SPH Health System, and his team of osteopathic physicians have been making a huge difference for pregnant and postpartum women, and also their newborns for many years. Welcome, Dr. Ellinger. Thank you. So let's start out. For those of us who don't know, what exactly is osteopathic manipulative medicine? Well, osteopathic medicine was founded about 150 years ago by a physician uh, who practiced on the frontier and in the Civil War named Andrew Taylor Still. And he learned about the relationship of structure and function, so how body mechanics relates to body function. And through his studies, he developed the skills to use his hands to understand the structural issues in the body and, um, and work to produce manipulations to improve body structure and therefore improve body function. And that has become sort of the centerpiece of our profession. We're a parallel profession. We, we are fully licensed physicians, but we learn these skills of, you know, the science of uh, body structure and how it relates to function and, and the skills necessary to diagnose and treat patients uh, accordingly. So, so explain, I know people are going to say, well, this sounds a little bit like chiropractic medicine. How is it different? So uh, I think the biggest difference, honestly, is that we're fully licensed physicians. And so we, we make our, our diagnosis and our treatment based on our medical knowledge. And so it's our knowledge that separates us. And even though we may use maneuvers that look the same, the, the science behind them and the, um, and the thought process, the, the treatment plan, as it were, and the diagnosis are really what separate us. Okay, so um, again, you know, we, we let off about the work you do with pregnant women. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, if you could? Well, pregnant women are are particularly vulnerable to structural problems because their body structure changes dramatically. Uh, they have weight gain that is in front of their in front of their body. So most times we gain weight, we gain it all the way around us. So we we stay centered and it's easier to support that weight. Their weight is all out in front and it creates postural changes that make back pain very, very common. And yet for a pregnant woman, uh, it's impossible for her even to take an Advil for her pain because uh, it's dangerous to the baby. Uh, and so uh, a lot of women suffer through their pregnancies uh, hanging on until their delivery. Uh, and yet many of the, the pains they have, uh, sometimes the swelling they have, uh, is really structurally based and is very amenable to our care. So we're often able to help them uh, manage with whatever issues they have during their pregnancy. And then once they give birth, 
then we can work to restore more normal postural relations. So what does the treatment look like? It's very gentle. It probably feels uh, something between just laying on hands uh, and a massage. People have compared it to a massage. So it's, uh, it's usually very comfortable. Uh, it's always very gentle. But we do get in and um, affect the changes that need to be affected and, uh, and very often uh, can, can help. A lot of the women come back and say, I didn't think you were doing anything, but now I feel a lot better. So you must have done something. How early in the pregnancy, ideally, would you start treating? I think there's a lot of health issues, and prevention is always better than trying to uh, to manage symptoms as they arrive. So for women that we know, we've, we've had women now who followed us through their first pregnancy, and then uh, they start up with us in the first trimester of their second pregnancy so that we can care for them so hopefully these problems don't arise. But I would say, you know, when they start to see uh, any kind of symptom from back pain or neck pain or headaches, which can can all come up, uh, carpal tunnel syndrome, swelling in the uh, hands or feet, uh, even, you know, the reflux that that is very common. The sooner from the onset of symptoms that we see them, the better off, the easier it is to manage. And how long are these treatments per se? How many minutes? Uh, a treatment usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes. You know, the first visit's always going to be a little longer because we're going to take a more detailed history and do a more thorough exam. But I'd say on average, uh, about a half hour is what they should expect to spend with us. And how often? Once a week? More often? You, you know, it, it always depends. Usually after a first visit, I'll probably want to see someone back in a week. But once they're they're doing well, then we'll probably spread the treatments out, particularly through the end of the first and second trimesters, which are usually um, e easier tolerated. But then usually once the third trimester comes, we'll end up seeing them more regularly, e whether or not they, you know, if they have more symptoms or even if just out of routine to try to keep them um, well and, and, um, and functioning at the end of the pregnancy. And this is a medical treatment that insurance would cover, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, what, what I also, and we've talked about this before, is um, you also work on newborns, you know, babies who are still here, you know, a, a day or two old. Tell us a little bit about that, if you could. You know, birth is a tough process. I think every mother uh, knows just how tough it is on their body. And it can be tough on the baby too. The the forces that come from the uterus, even without um, any kind of external measures to assist the birth, are are significant. And uh, although the babies are very well adapted, uh, you know everyone comes out with a little bit of strain. The mother gets a little bit of strain because their body goes through changes in order to uh, get the delivery, uh, and the baby does too. So we've made it our routine to come in on the mothers who deliver at St. Barnabas and offer them and their baby uh, at least one treatment while they're in the hospital. You know, most of the problems we find are very small and uh, would uh, unlikely amount to anything. However, uh, sometimes strain in a baby can uh, lead to anything from fussiness uh, or colic to spitting up to trouble sucking because um, the, the strain can be in an area where it affects a nerve. You know, if it affects the nerve going to the tongue, they may not 
be able to latch or or feed so well. And we've we've helped a lot of babies with feeding problems, uh, sometimes with colic also. Uh, changes lower down can impact the functioning of the uh, of the stomach and the intestines and uh, make digestion just a little uh, more difficult and less comfortable. So there's definitely some things that we can help with. And we, we feel like if we examine them early and find them, they don't become problems later on at one or two years old where um, they're much more difficult to, to manage. And from what I understand, uh, treating these newborns uh, is not something that osteopathic physicians typically do, right? It's sort of unique to St. Barnabas Hospital, right? Yeah, it's it's a very unique service. I think we're uh, one of the only hospitals in New York that offers it. Uh, I was trained by a, a physician who sort of specialized in women and children. So uh, I had a lot of experience. I understood the uh, the needs and was trained in uh, how to do it. And then um, worked with uh, Dr. Rosing in the uh, OB department and Dr. Lascano in the, in the neonatology department uh, so that we could find a way to get this service to the, to the patients here. In addition to these, these two services with, with women and with newborns, what, who's your typical patient? Who else do you work on? Um, so we have both uh, an inpatient and an outpatient service. Uh, in the inpatient service, we see most of the trauma that comes into the hospital. A lot of the uh, the post-operative patients, we see them to try to help them recover from their surgeries. We see a lot of respiratory problems. We're helpful with asthma and um, you know emphysema and uh, some of the uh, different breathing problems that patients have, pneumonia. And then we have outpatient clinics where uh, we really see almost everything. You know, you know, there's a lot of pain patients, patients who have chronic back pain and neck pain and headaches, shoulder problems and and the such, but also, uh, you know, people who have more medical problems because our work uh, works well with, with all types of problems, really. I, I'm guessing that when it comes to people who have pain, uh, osteopathic uh, manipulative medicine may not be an area that that people think of, right? Well, I think, you know, that's starting to change, uh, thankfully. You know, we realize that, you know, even people who are taking Advil for pain can develop stomach ulcers and have kidney problems. Uh, we know all the dangers of using uh, opioids for, for managing pain. And so finding ways to manage pain without using medicines or very invasive uh, type procedures is becoming more common. Uh, it's something that we've been doing, as I've said, for 150 years very successfully. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's a good thing to, to see these changes. Do you think um, more traditional medicine is appreciating what osteopathic medicine can and does do? Yeah, I think here at St. Barnabas, you know, our referral uh, base has spread uh, for the whole time that I've been here. And most of the physicians, once they see the work we do and how we help their patients, uh, they send us more. Okay, so so again, well, you know, again, I think a lot of people they don't think about going outside the box. So I, I'm glad I'm I, I'm glad that I hear that physicians who have been trained in a more traditional way appreciate what you can do to a patient for a patient. Yeah, it's been it's been a great experience here at St. Barnabas. Um, it's always been very open, 
you know, it's sort of uh, not, oh, you need patients, sure, I'll send them, but it's not, uh, you do what, you know, forget about it. It's always, well, show me what you do. And, uh, and we built our reputation on our, on our work and our experience. And I guess also, uh, I know St. Barnabas for a number of years now has, uh, has run a residency program in LMM, which I think is, is also fairly unique, right? Yeah. Tell us about the residency program. If you um, we were one of the first in the country, and it's a relatively new specialty. You know, all DOs, uh, you know, osteopathic doctors who go, to, um, who go to osteopathic medical school get trained to some degree in this work, but it's... Uh, it's very complicated work. It, there's a, a, a big knowledge base and developing the technical skills to, to really be expert uh, really takes a lifetime. And, and so uh, we've developed our own specialty. Uh, we have, um, I think, about 2,000 specialists now in the country uh, and I think 25 or 30 training programs altogether. Um, we've been training residents since 1993 here at St. Barnabas. Uh, and have had a very successful program and some uh, really amazing graduates. So after four years of medical school, they come here for what, is it a one-year residency program or two-year residency program? No, no, it's a three-year residency program. Three -year. Uh, the first year they do a, a lot of their standard medical surgical training, and then uh, there's really two years dedicated to, um, to our studies. Okay. And, and again, this is something that while it's not new, maybe, um, again, for those who look at medicine in a very traditional manner, it's something that is a little bit out of the box and that more and more people are appreciating. It is. You know, we're, we're still the minority and um, there aren't a lot of us, you know, mostly, uh, I don't think we're very good at promoting ourselves. Uh, we tend to allow our work to be sold mouth-to-mouth uh, -mouth and through through patient satisfaction and uh, it's always worked you know there's very few of us in practice that aren't more busy than we could possibly afford to be uh, but uh, but we're still not very well known yeah and I guess the bottom line is if you have pain and you're not getting better you should consider osteopathic medicine I think so in fact I think we're ideally situated to be the first line. And, you know, you'll need, even if you still need medicine, you might well need less of it. So there's less chance of it having a, a you know, a bad side effect uh, and uh, hopefully getting back to function quicker uh, through our care. Okay, well, Dr. Atlinger, thanks for a few minutes today. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. And, uh, and to our listeners, thank you for joining SBH Bronx Health Talk. For more information on services available at SBH Health System, visit www.sbhny.org. Until next time.